0: I can't, I can't, I'm not I can't
1: afford, I afford, afford, afford. Welcome to the BYOK Live where we discuss the trending stories, strangest dilemmas, and real life topics. Okay now lovelies, let's get into some things. Hello, hello, hello. It is Wednesday, October 19th, and this is another episode of byok 2 sense. I don't know what is in the energy and in the air. I have just been so tired lately. Like really tired. Um I don't know if it's just the change in the seasons or just a lot of stuff that I'm trying to get um done or whatever. But uh this week has been kinda kind of slow going and busy at the same time. But I'm feeling good. I'm glad to be here. This is Wednesday. Um as announced um yesterday uh, BYOK will not be going live after next Tuesday for two weeks, so I will miss you all. But when we come back, we will be added to another platform, uh, which is Fluent Radio. So we're super excited to be added to another platform and elated by that so if you are on youtube please subscribe like hit the notification button you can follow me on all social media platforms at Be Your Own kind 24 and you can always go to my site beyourownkind.com just to um get into um whatever we got going on so it is 10:21. i'm starting a little late um, today I got a little um, pushback, but I'm so excited to get this started. So yeah, let's uh, let's get started. So this episode is just a little laid back and chill because I didn't really get a chance to find something like pressing to talk about. Like, and it was some stuff that I found, but I need to research it. Before I just get on here and be like I don't like getting on here and not knowing Entirely what's going on Because it looks scatterbrained But anyway, I want to get into this by the only Jason Lee um, I saw this He was trending, him and Armand Wiggins If you are a YouTuber And so um, I do, I follow all of them And what was going on But I came across something that was super like um, Inspirational on From what he said And this is um, So his mentor is is a um, Floyd Mayweather, and he has a he's his mentor, and he took a chance out on him. And I'm always told that it only takes one person, one person to take a chance on you. Um, and I just want to um, refresh this speech so you can hear can you it. Come on,
0: please. We
2: all go through, Jason. We all go through certain things in life. But like I told you in the beginning, I believed in you, and I will continue to believe in you. And this is just the start. This is still just the start. We're going to push this company, Hollywood Law, to the limit. Same, just like I did, just like I did with my career. My philosophy is never stop fucking
0: getting it. I going to say, say this, this. And, and I, I want, want you to come here too. Um, I was a fan of the culture, pop culture, celebrity culture. And then I met these two and I didn't see their celebrity. And what I, the reason why I don't see their celebrities is because they were the first to see me. Floyd told me when I said, oh, I'm gonna create Hollywood Unlocked. And you know, he has a short attention span. Like I'm not listening to what you tell, whatever at first And then I left and went to Kinko's and brought him all those handouts and made everybody read them. And he was like, yo, he ain't fucking playing. He told me, he said, if you just keep working, don't focus on the house, the cars, the jewelry, all that shit will come. And when you get it, it ain't going to make you happy anyway. Just stay focused on the work, become obsessed with what you do. And you're going to be at the top. One day I looked up and I had everything he told me I was going to get. And the reason why I believe I got there is because I learned the 48 laws of power that you submit to your, don't ever try to outshine your master, let somebody mentor you. And I let him mentor me and I listened and I was obedient to those lessons and all that discipline has led me to where I am. And so I want to publicly say to you that I appreciate you and your friendship.
1: And what I love about what he says is, learn to listen, learn, don't be a person with can't nobody tell you anything. And even if you um you have learned from someone else and you're you're rising above don't forget those people you started with and don't try to outshine the people that 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 gave you the wisdom because here's the thing they've been doing it longer than you and although you may think that hey you're one-upping them in wisdom and experience they're always ahead of you and it's not a competition anyway right it's a marathon so i love the fact that he said that like no matter how big i get i'm never going to try to outshine or one-up my mentor and i think that's very important to always have an open spirit and always be open for correction always be open for constructive criticism you know learn how to discern between um toxic (laughs) you know toxic and positive criticism because just because here's the thing sometimes constructive criticism We are not going to agree with sometimes constructive criticism is going to hit something inside that doesn't make it toxic. If it's the truth, it doesn't make it toxic. It just hurts your feelings. So learn how to discern between the two. So just let's just read this caption from the only Jason Lee. He said mentorship is not easy. It requires oneself to set aside ego, to focus on the bigger picture, to develop a level of trust, to allow the process to take place at the Hollywood Unlock Impact Awards. This unplanned moment happened and I took the time to share what I learned. For years, people have not understood why Floyd Maywe- Mayweather allowed me inside his inner circle. And I hope from this video, you can see the mutual respect. I will always be grateful to those who have been a part of my journey and the lessons learned along the way." And. And I love this. I thought that this was a moment. I really did. And so I thought I would share that because I think of like all the people that have said and shared their experiences with me. And when my 20s, I was just I knew too much. Like I knew it all. I knew nothing, but I, (laughs) I knew it all, but knew nothing at the same time. And now, like in my late 30s, I'm just like, man, I remember when when they said that and how many hurdles would I have avoided had I just listened. So I learned to listen now. I learned to listen now from, you know, the times that I didn't listen, you know, but I'm always I wanted to become a person where somebody could tell me something. And it doesn't even matter the age, because there have been people younger than me that have just pricked my heart and have told me things that have just changed my home, my whole mindset. So when people take out the time to pour into you, respect that time and honor that time, you know, and, and listen Because I feel like that is God's way of speaking to you through someone else. So um, I just thought I would share that. (laughs) Um, So this next um, topic, it is not as encouraging. I saw this uh, courtesy of APnews.com where a woman charged accused of freeing Swarm of bees on deputies Because she didn't want to get evicted Now this happened in Springsfield, Massachusetts in Chicago Something similar, well she actually Killed the landlord, but people that Are getting evicted, they're not taking It too well, but um, for, First of all, where did she get the bees from? Okay, let's read this So a Massachusetts woman is facing multiple assault and battery charges for allegedly Releasing a swarm of bees on a Group of sheriff deputies some of them alerted to the bee stings as they tried to serve an eviction notice. They're just doing their job. So Rory S. Woods, who's 55, pleaded not guilty, I don't know how, at her arraignment on October 12th in Springfield District Court and was released without bail. Sliding court records reported on Wednesday. Her lawyer did not immediately respond to a voicemail left by the Associated Press on Wednesday, the Hampton County Sheriff's Department deputies went to a home in Long Meadow on the morning of October 12th and were met by protesters, according to the official department report. Wood, Liz, and Hadley soon arrived in an SUV towing a trailer carrying beehives. The report says she started shaking the hives, broke the cover off one, causing hundreds of bees to swarm out and initially sting one deputy. That is a lot of energy. And a lot of risk, because <laughs> they could have stung her too, unless I guess there are bees. So Woods, who put on a beekeeper suit, oh, okay, reading is fundamental. Woods, who put on a beekeeper suit to protect herself, was eventually handcuffed, but not before several more sheriff's department employees were stung, including three who were allergic, so she could have potentially killed them. When Woods was told that several officers were allergic to bees, she said, oh, you're allergic? Good. Ugh. Hampton County Sheriff <laughs> Nick Kochi said, or Kochi said, Woods could have faced more serious charges if anything worse had happened in those no stung, like if they had died. We had one staff member go to the hospital, and luckily he was all right. That is a lot of energy to get all she had. I see in the back bees. So she keeps bees and she uses them as a ve- uh, um, uh, um, a weapon to not get evicted that's a lot of energy. That's a lot of energy. I wonder, I mean if she's reaching the point of eviction she hasn't paid her rent in a mighty mighty long time, yet she can be a beekeeper. Um Uh, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm glad that nobody got killed and I hate that she didn't want, you know, that she couldn't afford, or we don't know if she could afford or couldn't afford her home, but now, you know, she faces charges and that's even worse than even being evicted from her home. So, um, so the, the next subject is Netflix. So here's the thing. How many of you that watch Netflix actually own the account? Not many people. Right. I am one. I am the I guess I'm the Netflix account holder. People are I have a lot of people on mine. Um, but there are th- that a lot of families share Netflix accounts because why are we paying for things that we can, sh- you know, we can easily share. Like I swap stream services with, with with my family. Like we all one pays for one and everybody's on it. So Netflix is sick of it. They're sick of it. So, (laughs) uh, uh, courtesy of the Jasmine brand, Netflix password sharing restrictions go into effect early next year. Streaming service planning to monetize account sharing. So, starting in 2023, Netflix intends to tighten down on password sharing in order to monetize account sharing. So, I think the bill is going to get higher, y'all. More broadly, the streamer claims it will begin allowing members to create sub-accounts. Netflix ran trials with consumers on in Chile, Costa Rica, and Peru. Customers were requested to pay an additional fee for a sub-account if Netflix identified an individual was using the owner's membership outside of their household. This is part of the earnings report released by Netflix, which states that the corporation attracted 2.4 million customers this quarter as it prepares to debut its ad-supported tier next month and crack down on password sharing. Have you seen that Hulu um, ad? Going around where you pay $500 where you can like advertise your business, so it looks like Netflix is doing the same thing. Um, Netflix was a game changer, like definitely a a game changer. At first, you know, when Netflix started, you would get the DVD and you know, rent it out, mail, and and you get it back. So that was, um, that was it. And then next thing you know, they started, they turned into an Apple pretty much. Um and uh and then we're streaming like we are now. So Netflix put a lot of blackbust block blackbusters, blockbusters and all of those movie um companies pretty much out out of business. And so what they didn't account for is everyone else. You know, when you set a trend, everyone else jumps on it. So now all of these streaming platforms, you got networks that have streaming platforms, which are, you know, like popular shows like The Office and stuff are being removed from Netflix because now they're on the network's own streaming platform. So now you have all of this competition and all of these different shows. And so Netflix now has to keep up with with its competitors just like facebook is trying to keep up with its competitors because a person will mimic but then they'll add something to it that makes it makes it more um more convenient more accessible right so i think they're losing money my point is if i i have one account right and if i have like three or four people on my account, how much money are they losing? Because they're getting my little, what is it, $20, $24 or $12.90? I don't even know what it is because it just comes out of my account. But let's just say, for argument's sake, it's like $15 when they could potentially be getting $60. You know what I'm saying? So it's, <laughs> they're losing a lot of money and that money adds up. So I understand why they're adding this, this sub-account uh, situation um, to their platform. So it says that Netflix claims to have gained 104,000 paying members in the United States and Canada in the previous three months, increasing from 73K during the same time in 2021. Netflix is also planning to develop an ad-supported subscription service. The streaming service service they are launching is $6.99 per month, ad-supported tier named Basic. I'm not getting that. If I wanted commercials, I'd get cable. Basic <laughs> Basic will be available on November third. The platform is collaborating with Microsoft to show advertising to users, which will run between fifteen and thirty seconds. Due to licensing constraints, this new tier does not provide customers access to Netflix entire collection. Basic Basic customers are also unable to download anything; it can only view material on HD. Will Netflix new structure impact you? It will not impact me, but it may impact people that are on my account so um what are your feelings on that because there's always this going joke like um how many people is on your netflix netflix account who's actually paying for netflix because somebody is always on the the host account and i happen to be that person so i found that to be interesting that's not going to impact me at all, unless I have to add those sub accounts. So maybe that will impact me just a tad bit. But anyway, before we get into the next ep- the next topic, let's do a commercial right quick. Hey, y'all, it's your girl Miss Michi checking in with my girl Renita from Be Your Own Kind. You know that's my sis. Make sure that you tune in every Thursday to the Blueprint Live at six thirty p.m. Central Standard Time. Live on Facebook and YouTube, and then you can catch me on Florent Radio, Philly Jams ninety five point three. Indie 101.5 and Mixed Talk Media and I'm available anywhere that you listen to podcasts okay and your radio shows so get on it okay let's do this I'd love to connect with you and promote what you got going on let's get it if you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the blueprint live visit the bpmediacode.com today Okay, 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 we are back. Make sure if you want any of her services, if you're interested in advertising on her platform, if you're interested in voiceovers, go ahead and email uh, Michi at contact at MissMeachie.com. Also, make sure to follow her to keep up with everything she's got going on um, on Instagram on Miss at Miss Michi. Also, she has a live show. She goes live um, 6.30 p.m. Central Time on facebook and youtube and you'll be able to know all of that if you go going over to instagram and follow my partner right now okay so let's get into the next topic i thought this was so inspirational like i said i just found just some random topics that i wanted to talk about that were pretty light um because i feel like after kanye West. um I needed to talk about something like, so, so, Bianca is someone that I interview on the BYLK podcast, which you can always find on www.beyourunkind.com if you want to get into learning more about who she is. However, um, this was a word today, and I just wanted to share this with you all. Let me refresh. So, I'm so coming back I'm like, I'm on my lot today, and I'm packing in a little I
2: know, 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 know that my nails changed. I'm leaving the next day, so I'm annoying.
1: I have a client the next day, why I'm on this flight. Like, I have
2: this gap, I have
1: a prepared for my gap to do. Why I gotta go get my mail Anyway, have my break my clients, still leaving the office, still complaining in my head.
2: And I don't have to catch, catch myself. One, I can I leave, leave my office without anyone asking
1: me questions. questions. Two, that so that I have to go out back to get this done. And three, so that, that I live around, around my home home from my office, office so I so can actually go, go to my nail place to get it
2: done. Right, right. You you. Change, change my whole, whole vision, change my whole, whole perception. Whole perception. Yeah. It could be, it really, be really hard, hard
1: to struggle with perfectionism perfection, and thing things I'm going to, go to plan. Just to choose I love that because trying to reach perfection is depressing because we're never going to be perfect, right? We're never going to be perfect, but perspective is everything. And I I agree with her because recently I have been resting in the place of gratitude and it's changed my whole mindset. Normally I think, you know, the world is falling, Rome is burning, you know? And when I come from a place that I have everything I need at this moment and I'm not lacking, um, it changes your whole mindset. Actually, it opens, opens up opportunities and things for you because you're you're looking at it from a a place of I guess gratitude looking for a place of okay I want this thing but I'm okay without it in this moment and i feel like when you lessen the space of looking at what you don't have when you lessen the space of complaining or any negative thoughts and you and you leave room for positivity and you leave room for just accepting life how how it is and your gains in that life i think it leaves room for opportunities to flow in your life um it's all about perspective everything is always about perspective and no you know, Rome could still be burning, but it is your perspective that matters the most. Um, this is her caption on here. I can still get really frustrated when things don't go to plan. So can I. You see perfectionistic thinking doesn't allow room for life to happen it can be very rigid. As a result, you feel really frustrated and annoyed when things don't go as planned. In these moments, gratitude helps me shift my perspective and allow room for the unexpected. It also helps calm me down and put a smile on my face. If you're struggling with unrealistic expectations and perfectionistic think thinking, grab a copy of my e uh, cop, a copy of my ebook. It's okay to be imperfect. So make sure you check her out. She's authentically be you on instagram and in her in our interview she did uh talk about releasing perfectionism you know and because it's it's unattainable you know um trying to be something that you think you should be at this time in this moment in this place that's stressful that is one of the reasons why i have be your own kind because sometimes it's just okay to be whether it be good or bad whether it be happy or sad sometimes it's just okay matter of fact all the time it's okay to just be it's okay to just sit in your existence and be okay with that without those added expectations that we place on ourselves sometimes i feel like we stress well i feel like i stress myself out sometimes more than anyone outside of me ever could so um i like that word i thought that was very positive so, I found this to be pretty, pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. So, courtesy of gobankingrates.com, don't know how I ended up here, but there are a couple of articles from here tonight. So, Biden is set to release more oil reserves. What will it mean for gas prices? This is why I brought this up. So, with gasoline prices ticking higher. Well, let's start over. With gasoline prices ticking higher recently following a month's long decline, the Biden administration plans to release even more oil from the nation's emergency reserves as a way of bringing more stability to the market. According to the White House fact sheet released on October 18th, President Biden has directed the U.S. Department of Energy to issue a notice of sale today for 15 million barrels from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve to be delivered in December. The president is prepared to authorize significant additional sales in coming months if conditions require. The fact she noted this represents a major step for the administration, but not a new strategy. As Go Banking Rates previously reported, the Biden administration first tapped the reserves in November 2021, then followed that in March 2022 by ordering the release of 1 million barrels of oil a day for six months. That was the largest release from the reserve in its nearly 50 year history. Earlier this year, the Energy Department said it was planning a new method of buybacks to permit a competitive fixed price bid process as an alternative to index pricing. Another potential move is putting temporary limits on exports of fuel so more gasoline and diesel will remain in the United States. But a decision on that is not expected before next month's midterm elections. The administration's decision to tap into more of the emergency reserve follows a recent announcement by OPEC and its oil exporting allies to reduce oil production by 2 million barrels a day to boost prices. So meanwhile, the national average gas line price hit $3.854 a gallon as of October 19th. That's down from 3.9222 a week ago, but up from 3.677 a month ago. Prices fell steadily during the summer and early fall after hitting an all-time high in mid-June, but have lately begun to move higher. So basically, gas is going up. <laughs> um, This is this is just the crisis, the whole oil industry now and things that are going on in, in Russia. And um, how much of this reserve do we have is my question. So it makes me a little concerned, like how much of this reserve do we have? And if the fact that we are thinking of um declining exporting um this oil. It makes me feel like we could be running a little low here. yeah, I'm a concerned citizen. I am a very concerned citizen so <laughs> so this next topic is so random. so I was having a meeting with my coworkers today, and we were we someone had asked the question like, how much is it to be a woman is is being a woman more costly?" Than being a man, so, um, quite naturally, yes, yes, and it's for. Re- and here are some of the reasons, um, due to that. Like one, um, let's just go through it. Let's just go through it because I'm gonna jump ahead of it. So this is probably how I ended up on this site to answer my own question. So according to GoBankingRates.com, here are eight hidden costs of being a woman: the pink tax. Women have to pay more than men for the same product. This is easy to check in hygiene, cosmetic, and personal care products. How many eyeliners do you have to buy? How many feminine products do you have to buy? You know what I'm saying? Like how we have to constantly buy certain things because we have, you know, extra health things going on with us. The discrepancy is known, or anatomy things, the the discrepancy is known as the pink tax, which is nothing less than a business practice that taxes products aimed at a female target market with higher prices. All you have to do is visit the supermarket and compare the prices of the same product for him and her, like deodorants. In most cases, the extra cost for products aimed at women is simply based on a difference in color, pink shut up. We just talked about this makeup. For those of us that wear makeup, even for those of us that are not heavy on makeup, we're still getting lip gloss, you know, still getting facial cream, creams and all of that stuff. So even if you're not a makeup person, you're getting some type of products to keep that skin glowing, right? So as someone who called in sick to a retail job, who was told to come in anyway, and then later sent home because I looked like a cancer patient as I wasn't wearing makeup. It's safe to say women are widely expected to wear makeup to look put together and professional at every turn, even in an office on casual Friday. You can't dictate what I put on my face. If I look dead, I look dead. Until society wakes up completely to the fact that women don't need a radiant complexion to be at their best, women can save by sticking to simple and multi purpose makeup. Whatever your makeup routine is, try to streamline it. Maybe that means having multi purpose cosmetics like tints that double for cheeks and lips, or a simple eyeshadow crayon you can swipe over your lids. Additionally, find brands you like and shop with them. Or if you're not into makeup, you don't have to be into makeup. Um, but make sure you take care of your skin. Make sure you moisturize, moisturize, especially in this winter. Keep that face moisturized because that cold will crack your skin, baby. Um, another another hidden cost of women are clothes, right? First of all, before I even read this paragraph, places like Shein is a mess because everything is like super cheap and it actually fit. Like it's me being a plus size woman and I I took a chance, right? you know, I'm like today I'm going to take a chance. So I ordered like some things from Shein and they actually fit. And I've been hooked ever since, ever since. Like I have to remember there are other stores because you're going to wait, you're going to wait a minute for the Shein clothes. But for places like that, yes, you have an abundance of clothes because they cost you nothing. So men can get away with one or two suits. First of all, men clothes sometimes range higher than women because they're more about quality. And I feel like we're more into the trends and, and you know, quantity. But anyway, men can get away with one or two suits, a variety of button up shirts and a handful of ties to wear day to day. Women, on the other hand, are expected to have their own suits, dresses, blouses, dress pants, button ups and a number of colors and more. Oh, my God. Women who are feeling pressured to own a wide array of clothing should embrace the capsule wardrobe, which we're going to get into in five seconds, which values quality over quantity and revolves around basics that can be used for several types of outfits. These days, you can easily build a work wardrobe with a few pair of dress pants, maybe a skirt or two, and quality-made button-up shirts to pair with a blazer or nice sweater. You don't have to have different blouses for every day of the week throughout through every season. You don't, but we do. We do it all the time. I don't know how many shirts I have, the same shirt that's in different colors or have polka dots, like the same type of skirt that are different colors and have polka dots. I love polka dots. Um, but they're saying that it's not necessary. It's not necessary until somebody calls you out for wearing the same pair of pants and shirt, right? So let's stop for a minute. And I want to get into this capsule um, conversation right quick, because I never heard of a capsule wardrobe. So this is still on the same site, y'all. So how to build a capsule wardrobe on a budget. Here's the question. Where was it? Where it says, what the heck is this? So it says, let's get one thing. Wait a minute. Ever had the grand idea to overhaul your entire wardrobe? Several years ago, I did, aiming to look more like who I am. A confident, successful corporate account manager, I revamped to the tune of $19,000 worth of new designer clothes in one year. Yes, you read that right. It was the biggest money mistake I've ever made. Let's get one thing straight about my $19,000 wardrobe mistake mistake. Oh my God. That's what she calling it. I went into it blindly. I had no plan, no real idea of my personal style, and I bought items on an emotional whim, only to take them to consignment several months later, realizing they weren't me Or were uncomfortable to wear so we get stuff off a whim like especially when i'm bored like i don't know if you've ever been bored and you just scrolling through you know scrolling through the clothes or whatever and you're just like oh this is cute you know Shein is one of those places right and half of that stuff to be honest that i bought i've only worn once and when i go in my closet it's almost like going into a store because i clearly forgot about like i wanted it at that moment but then i don't care about it anytime else so what i started to do is keep it in that cart and ponder it. And then when, you know, they send you those emails, like, you know, you still got something in your cart. And if I still feel like I want it, I get it. If I'm like, ah, I don't get it. And that saves me a lot of money, <laughs> a lot of money. So she said, after seeing my mistake in a yearly budget recap, I realized spending $19,000 in one year on clothing was ridiculous. Have you ever sat and like tracked how much you spend on clothes, boots, things of that sort? Like, I'm afraid to do that. So she said, sure, she was earning good money. Well, yeah, $19,000, but no one needs that many expensive clothes. The average person spends $1,900 a year on clothes. So here it is. Understand what a capsule wardrobe is. A capsule wardrobe refers to a limited selection of complementary and interchangeable clothing items. It allows you to create a wide variety of outfits with a small selection of clothes. Sounds like, um, what is that word? Where you're simple... I forget what it's called. Um, capsule wardrobes became a tr- became a trend back in the nineteen seventies when boutique owner Sussy uh, Faux started selling minimalistic. That's what it is, minimalist. A minimalistic looking high quality clothes that can easily be easily mixed and match. So here's the thing: figure out how you want to look and get organized. So basically, she's saying find find a style, find functionality. Um, and go from there. The second thing is get chic with neutral. So instead of getting like the pinks and the blues and the brights all the time, which I simply love bright clothes. I'm wearing something bright now. But she says neutral colors like tan, black, cream, and brown. I prefer over bright purples and blues. It's better to have solid colored tops, pants, and dresses so that everything can be paired together. That's true. But sometimes you don't care about matching. I'll put a flower with a polka dot. Meet me on an audacious day. Number four, understand what you need. By sitting down and understanding what I wanted and needed from a wardrobe, I was able to focus my shopping outings. Armed with a list of key pieces, a color palette, and knowledge of styles that flatter my skin tone and body type, I was able to curate a practical wardrobe I loved that made me feel confident. Having guidelines for your wardrobe stops you from buying anything outside of your rules. Number five: Choose only quality investment pieces. So she says, if you save up to buy quality now, you'll save money by not having to replace items every year. Like if you're buying things from Shein, um, you you kind of um, risk the chance of it of it. Um, shrinking up in the dryer or colors bleeding because it's it's cheap material right so her point is she went from buying ill-fitting cheap, cheaply made gap jeans for $80 to North American made fit like a glove citizens of humanity or pay or paid jeans for $200 they fit well last year's instead of months and I only she only has three pairs so she said set wardrobe intentions or goals so she's saying buy no more than three pieces per season only buy when something is worn and unrepairable choose items based on your lifestyle your lifestyle how they fit and make you feel do you feel confident wearing it is it comfortable to wear purchase only from a select list of ethical quality designers that you love so shit her her thing is find a fashion lane and stick to it Set a budget, that's pretty obvious, and know where to shop to save, like places like Target. I don't know why Target is on this list, because Target is not cheap. So Target, TJ Maxx, and Ross offer affordable basics. She should have just thrown in coals in that case. At these stores, you will most certainly be able to find whatever you need to achieve your desired looks for your new wardrobe capsule. And it says you have less upkeep, um, because if you're buying more expensive clothes, if you're targeting what you're shopping you save money buying clothes. Now I'm not saying this is something that I'm going to adapt, but it is a pretty good idea if you want to save money. I do like the fact of each season just buying a couple of things instead of buying a whole bunch of things. We're not growing people. I mean, unless you know you you gain or lose you gain a lot or lose a lot of weight. Most of the times we we could keep our clothes much longer than kids because we don't have growing pains and we're not growing out of our clothes essentially. So um I thought that was a cool and random subject. So anyway, um, another hidden cost for women are shoes. Um, where you gotta wear pumps, you gotta wear boots, boots with heels, flat boots, dress boots, casual boots. It's just so much in that. Another hidden cost is handbags. I really honestly don't buy a lot of purses. Um in that case, um the purses that I have they last for years because I do actually um just get the expensive purses and call it a day. Hair coloring, not my story, but I do have to pay like for braids, two to three hundred dollars for braids, but they last for months. Um I'm natural, so I have to get like the natural project pro- projects, the natural products, and they last for a pretty long time, except for like my co my co-washing and my conditioner, because that's what You know, I I wash my hair every week when it's not in braids or whatever. And especially in the wintertime, you got to get the products to keep it moisturized during the cold weather. So, yeah, I can see hair being a major expense. Menopause. um, Why this is on the list, I thought this was interesting. She said in UK alone, approximately 900,000 quit the workforce due to menopause, according to a 2019 survey by Bupa. Around 50% of people experiencing menopause are less likely to go for a promotion. Didn't know this. Women are being held back at their most productive and potentially economically successful time in their lives. Think about the loss of salary and pension contributions this leads to. It's no wonder the gender pay gap is widest in older women. This is a major hidden cost for being a woman. So you're losing more money because you're taking, you're taking less risk and you're not up for promotion because of your because of your age. And the last thing they said was safety. And I thought this was kind of um interesting. Um when women are traveling alone um, we tend have to, we tend to have to spend money on things like pay you know pepper spray or private housing and pricey transportation because you're afraid of going to another country getting on public transportation and um possibly you know disappearing so they say that women um when women are alone or single they have to put more money into staying safe so Um, I thought this was interesting. So that are some of the hidden costs of being a woman, y'all. Being a woman is expensive, but it's worth it. It's worth it. Um, But hopefully you learned something from that. So let's um, get into a commercial from my sponsor, BetterHelp, and then we'll get into some more topics. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. People often think anxiety looks one way, but it has many faces and many emotions that sometimes can be overwhelming and daunting. I know about this feeling all too well because at a point I felt powerless to my emotions, almost to the point of drowning in them. So I decided to seek out a therapist to later learn that I have generalized anxiety disorder. If you have been experiencing the same feeling, please know that BetterHelp is here to help. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. You have the option of talking with a therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in under 48 hours. All you have to do is fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific need, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Then you will schedule secure video and phone sessions Plus, you get to exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. Thanks to therapy, I learned the tools that I needed to conquer my anxiety and over obsessive thinking. I did it afraid and I took that leap to talk with someone to later learn that it was going to be okay and that I was going to be okay. Please know that you can request a new therapist at no additional charge, anytime. Join the 3 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. And better yet, get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com B-Y-O-K. That's BetterHelp.com slash B-Y-O-K because you deserve it. And you do, and you do. This should be an added cost for any, anyone. Um, there should be a cost for self-care. Which can include therapy, which can include um, vacationing or doing those little activities that you that allow you to pour back into yourself. That's just a tidbit I was just thinking of. But if you want to speak, if you need to speak to someone that's unbiased and someone you don't know, I always recommend therapy. Um, therapy has changed my life. Um, I used to worry about absolutely everything, hence the generalized anxiety disorder. And my therapist helped me sort out those thoughts from fallacy and uh, from reality. So if you want to try out BetterHelp um, for the first month, you'll get 10% off if you use the link www.betterhelp.com backslash BYOK. All right. So let's get into our next topic. I thought this was so interesting. Even though this is low-key an ad, I thought that (laughs) that this was so interesting. This is courtesy of Womanure on Instagram. The question is, are you bullshitting or bossing up? So if you are the latter bullshitting, it says you are scattered and stagnant. If you're bossing up, clarity and conquering. If you're BSing, you're playing victim. If you're bossing up, you're taking responsibility. If you are BSing, you are procrastinating. If you are bossing up, you're getting things done. BSing, all in your feelings, bossing up, emotional intelligence. Oh, my God. They have us taking like an emotional intelligence class or we're reading a book right now, which is sitting right here. Let me move this. I'm reading this right now and it is life changing. Let me uh, stop this for a minute. It is Emotional Intelligence 2.0. Um, it is a Wall Street Journal bestseller by um, Dr. Travis Bradbury and Dr. Jean Greaves. Um, Yeah. Yeah, if you want to know like your your I don't want to say weaknesses, but but your your strengths and things that you need to work on, this is the book. And even even have like a quiz you can take after you read the book and you practice. You know what they're saying. then six months later, you can actually measure your emotional intelligence. The thing about emotional intelligence is it can increase and decrease um, in different areas, which. Um, with IQ it doesn't. If you're if your IQ is something, your IQ is that for life. I just I learned that from this book. Um, and what your IQ is, it doesn't mean that you're smarter than someone. It just means that this is how you um this is how you process information. This is how you learn. That's what IQ is all about. So I know people use it as a flex says I'm smarter than you, but it, you just may process information differently than the next person and it doesn't change, but you can um, improve, you know, your your emotional intelligence in different areas. So I do I do recommend this book. That was a shameless plug. I don't get paid for that, <laughs> but I thought that I would share that. So let's get back to let's get back to this Instagram. So if you are um, bsing, you are finger pointing, bossing up, holding yourself accountable. Okay. The latter BSing, always hosting a pity party. And here's the thing. I think that there's a thin line between a pity party and a venting session. I think a pity party is when you are talking about it and you just plan on staying there. I think venting is getting it off your chest and like, okay. All right. I'm feeling how I'm feeling. Okay. Feel how you feel, how long as you want to feel, but okay. What am I going to do about it? That's the difference. So if you're bossing up, you're talking to a support group. I feel like that's the thing the only the only difference between that is it's a you you're, you're going to have a solution afterwards and you're going to not stay there bsing is making endless excuses Oh my God. And bossing up is stepping up to the plate, basically doing a scare, basically creating a routine, basically being consistent with what you're trying to do. BSing is ready to give up. And I don't agree with that because you do have those times, especially when you're an entrepreneur or you're doing anything where you do be like, screw this. You know, I'm I'm sick of this once again as long as you don't stay there <laughs> it is it is so natural to feel defeated when you're working so hard and it's just seemed like it's taking forever <laughs> for you to to reach the point that you're trying to get at. but just don't stay there i say that for all of this just don't stay there bossing up has solutions mindset um bsing is thinking that you fail um bossing up lesson learned wiser now anytime you have a mistake or you're going or if something doesn't go to plan, learn from it. Learn from it. If anything, learn not what to do. If anything, learn a new approach. Um, learn a new skill to, to maybe um, to catapult, to reach another level. You know, um, Once again, just don't stay there. BSing, not being responsible for your decision-making and bossing up mind maps decision outcomes. Basically, if you're BSing, you're staying there. And if you're bossing up your solution based. And sometimes I feel like you can't also reach that point of just limbo where you're doing all the things and you're stuck. And you're stuck. That's why I think life coaching is is such a lucrative business right now because it helps people get unstuck it kind of pushes you you know pushes you out of like a i don't know a ping pong like you know just try to get you out of that spot and give you a new perspective so sometimes it can't be that you're it doesn't mean that you're not trying it doesn't mean that you're making excuses or bsing it could be that you're stuck so if you're stuck and you want to get unstuck, that's a totally different, totally different thing. And also and always ask for help. You know, I feel like I had to learn it. Like I had to do all of this, all of this. Why does God have billions of people on Earth? Um, and I'm sitting here struggling something that I'm not strong at, not my talent. It is definitely somebody that can that can do things for me. There's different perspectives. It's not just your perspective and it's different ways to do things. And there and you have to accept your wheelhouse and what's what's in your wheelhouse and what's out your wheelhouse. And things that's outside of your wheelhouse, that's where you build a community. Iron sharpens iron. I say that all the time. So this is what um, Woman Nora said. At the end of the day, you are ultimately responsible for you and you're in charge of your vision of living out the dream of your dream lifestyle being a, um, a CEO. You're responsible for your habits, thoughts, actions, and decisions. Matter of fact, that's the only thing we technically can't control, right? You're responsible for your success, failures, and the quality of your life. Th- that means it's up to you to take full ownership of your life, girlfriend, and what happens to it. So I love what she is saying. I love this saying. Um, if you want to follow her, she's woman or on Instagram. So I thought that that was pretty pretty, pretty cool. So if you guys are familiar with the um, Housewives of Potomac, she's not even on there no more, but you're familiar with Miss Monique Samuels, right? She's married to an ex-football player. Um, She got into a fight with one of the girls named Candace, so she got kicked off, yet I still follow her because she is a vibe. So I was so, so heartbroken when I found out that, when I saw this on People, which come to find out is in trouble, we'll get into that in a minute, but people says that the um excuse me that the um, Monique Samuels and husband Chris are separating after ten years of marriage. They went on to say that multiple sources confirmed to people that the real house the Real Housewives of Potomac alum thirty nine and the former NFL player are splitting after ten years of marriage. The couple share three children, Christopher Chase and daughter Milani. The Samuels relationship issues were well on display during the first season of Love and Marriage. Um, A second season of the On Reality show has been announced. Hey, married couple, stay off that show, because every time people on that show, something happens. People have reached out to a couple, reached out to the couple for a a comment. Let me slow down. Early on Sunday, the Real Housewives of Potomac panel at BravoCon, Monique's former co-star, Ashley Darby, opened up about her friendship with Monique, saying the two had lunch just last week and that Monique was going through some personal things at the moment. Why are we sharing it? In July, Monique told Entertainment Tonight about the state of her marriage while she was filming um, the Potomac RHOP. People always say that reality TV tears your marriage down. What people don't realize is that Real Housewives of Potomac actually in some ways saved my marriage, she revealed. Chris and I, before we started filming that show, we were in a really tough place here's the thing marriage is not always whistles and and bells marriages work marriages work so just because you're having a rough patch that doesn't automatically mean divorce that doesn't automatically mean um separation some couples actually choose to work on it and i don't see nothing wrong with that i think that we need to quit um sensationalizing divorce and separation anytime it seems like they're not a quote unquote, what we think that marriage should look like. Some couples actually, you're going to reach a rough patch. Anytime you're living with someone and anytime two people are constantly evolving, you're going to hit, hit a, a brick wall, but it's what you do about it. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, she said, we had lost all of the dating in our marriage. Once we started filming reality TV, it actually helped us because it forced us to date. So we were able to get out just reignite that intimacy and be excited about each other. So I will not lie, season two of Real Housewives of Potomac saved my marriage. And at the end of the day, sometimes you still have to come back to those moments because some of the things that I expressed on Love and Marriage DC, people who watched Potomac saw I had those same concerns back then. So it's not like it's something new. She was very open and transparent on the show about things that she was looking for from Chris. You know, um, because she she's a giver and she was constantly giving and she was looking to be poured back into. She was very, that's why I love Monique, very transparent. She, um, let's see. So it's saying, you know, what something more she said is, it was a crazy ride. It's not easy doing reality TV. And to be quite honest, I'm over it, she explained at the time. I appreciate everything that people have done for me. Everybody that's been team Monique, I love y'all. I thank y'all. But when you cross certain lines, there's no going back. This is when she says she's not coming back to um, Housewives of Potomac. I wonder if that was even an option. I wonder if that was a breach of contract with the fight. But that's a whole other subject. Monique is a vibe. So last night, which I still haven't got a chance to watch the whole thing, um, Monique and Chris did go live on YouTube. And here is some snippets that they shared um, on her Instagram. So here we go. They name themselves. Let's start over ought to be ashamed of themselves people magazine uh they created an article without any confirmation without any statement from the married couple it's supposed to be a credible source and they said we're going to run with the story anyway
2: no fact check. none of that Until i said lord thank you for a strong woman that held me down when i was asleep for 12 years literally not 12 years, 12 years. Like, and that was, was after i retired 12 years, 12 years. <laughs> <laughs> when god says he gives you a helpmate he gave me the perfect helpmate. because literally when i was in sleep mode not passionate about anything and i put a stamp on everything of what i provided that wasn't what she wanted she wanted me she wanted, she wanted vulnerability she wanted me to talk to her in depth in she wanted the conversation. right she wanted equal partnership not the money she wanted me to put input into the family And And I I love love my family. I I love them them the way I I thought thought they should be loved. But at the end end of the the day, day, it wasn't until I went down to Florida, shout out to Caleb Caleb. on it. It, Like Caleb literally set this whole thing up and I won't give his whole story of why he set it all up. But I'm in a room with 20 other guys that felt like I felt, retired NFL guys. Not passionate about anything because they didn't understand that it was all about football. Now that we're transitioning over, what's
1: next? Do you really think that something this major we, we would allow, allow somebody, somebody else to speak to right. for us. Right. We, we would be, be giving, giving a statement. statement. We, we would be, be telling, telling you. And I would, I would be giving an exclusive on my on own darn People Magazine ought to all be a OK, show. so that's pretty much it. So she's right. Like I said, she's been really transparent. It looks like they're working on their marriage, what they should be doing. Because when you're married, it's, it's a constant work, work on it. I've been married for 12 years. So I can attest to that. So what she says in um, the caption is, thank you to everyone that joined our live show on Monday on my Tea with Monique YouTube channel. Your support is beyond appreciated. Shout out to the Real Journalists and the Pages Platforms who corrected this fraudulent divorce narrative. And then she's just telling people to visit visit her channel. She said, lastly, um, oh, she says, visit my channel for the full video where I also address Ashley. Oh, oh, I didn't see that earlier. Lastly, I also addressed the lies that came out of the wrinkled, saggy neck, Last lady doing bravo.com visit. Oh, okay. So I feel like I got something to see. Hmm. Um this might be a part two, honey. So anyway, um Ashley is always saying something though. Like, I don't even know why people tell her things because if you watch the show, she's always the vote. I haven't seen um House I missed the last season. And I don't even, I haven't even started this season. So I'm so lost on what's going on with the Housewives of Potomac, but I'm glad that they cleared the air. I'm glad that they're not getting separated because I can't take no more. I can't take anymore. So before we get into the last subject, uh, let's get into this last commercial. If you've been wondering how you can help the Be platform, K platform, wonder no more. Here are three ways that you can support my platform. Number one, share. This is the best option because it's free. All you have to do is press the button, share here, share there, and if you want to take it a step further, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thank you, the The second thing is we have Kofi, which is a platform where you can donate in Machi $3 at the least, Anything, any money that you have um, given into the platform, we thank you and we appreciate it. No amount is too small, and of course, no amount is too big. And then the third thing, subscribe to our mailing list. Another great thing. Also, all the content that is in the newsletter will not always be posted on social media. As always, thank you for your support and essay. Be sure to be kind to yourself and yourself. Okay, okay, okay. So, you heard the recording me. If you're on YouTube, be sure to subscribe. If you're on Twitch, be sure to follow me. If you're on Facebook, um, like my page and follow me. You And I am Be Your Own Kind 24 on absolutely every social media um, platform. And you can always um, sign up to my mailing list at www.beyourownkind.com. I do have some blog posts um, in the works that will be Posted very shortly and I do have some interviews one of my interviews kind of fell short so that's why last week I didn't have one but I do have some interviews coming up and I can't wait for that if you want to be interviewed on the platform go to the site beyond send me a chat there's also a link at the beginning of at the beginning at the home on the home page for you to sign up to be on our platform we can't wait so um let's get into this last last episode not episode, this last topic. Y'all know on a certain time, my brain goes black. So, (laughs) I wrote a post about Krishan in Blueface because I wanted to get an understanding of what the heck. So, recently she has gotten her eighth tattoo with him on her neck and I'm just like I know that in my tabletop she got on. like what so so the fact that the media is sen- sensationalizing this, this toxic relationship is just crazy to me crazy to me and so they're calling a reality show Crazy in Love what so it says courtesy of double XL it looks like Blueface and Krishan Rock's volatile relationship has been captured on camera for a new reality show called Crazy in Love. So, on Sunday night, the Zeus Network, and I really want to talk about the Zeus Network, because I'm wondering, is there any positive programming on here? Because anything that I ever see of Zeus, I mean, it's given reality TV, but like, is it highlighting any po- positiveness, I'm wondering? Um, but anyway. Zeus Network shared on Instagram the trailer for the upcoming show, which is sure to be filled with all kinds of drama. The trailer is scored by Holland, Holland Snake Slayers, I Was Born to Haunt You. and starts off by showing Blueface and Krishan Rock hugging and caressing each other under low lights. After a heart-pumping pump, sound effect, things go black and the video clips change to actual moments taken from their wild relationship, including scenes featuring toe-sucking tears and tussles as the score of Chrisanne's rock single Vibe plays. The show is revealed to be coming soon. Why are we publicly airing domestic violence? So, a new show alert the IG caption read for the trailer. It's a love only they can explain. Get ready for the for Krishan and Blueface. Excuse me, are taking us on their crazy journey to love. Is this love though, or is this just the only love that they know maybe? They say if the cameras have been following the couple for the last four months, they've surely captured some explosive footage. Blueface and Krishan Rock's toxic relationship has played out in the public and on social media often. Back in May, Rock claimed she fought Blueface's mother and sister. A few months later, the couple was captured on camera fighting on a Hollywood sidewalk. Days later, Rock was reportedly arrested after video surfaced of her assaulting Blueface outside a club in Arizona. Last month, Blueface got into a fight with with Krishan's Rock father, which is captured in the trailer below. So, I guess this is the trailer. Let's check it out. I was born
0: to haunt you.
1: What? What? It's a vibe all the time. It's a vibe all the time. It's a vibe all the time. It's a all the- um, okay. So, <laughs> if I have to give my two cents on this, I only have one word. Why? So um, Jess Hilarious kind of summed up like what Zeus is doing, and she doesn't understand it either. So I want to get into what she said recently, and it made a lot of sense. Yo, look, Look, she ain't ain't nobody love her her like that, so So she she think that's that's love. Right. That's That's not not fucking fucking love, love, Krishan. That's that's, That's that's not love. Like, Like, that shit gets gets me very emotional. emotional. Every, every day, day, like, you got, you got Natalie Nunn and, and shit, like, out here, they Exploiting Exploiting, 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 exploiting. exploiting. Shorty. She running, running up, up on, on motherfuckers, motherfuckers and, and fighting, fighting every, every day, day and Zeus clown and ass motherfuckers, motherfuckers making all this making money, money off this, off this bitch. bitch. Right. Like, I'm, I'm putting, putting no, I'm not, man, listen, listen. Get me a a deal deal with UFC then. If If I like like to fight, fight, get me a deal deal deal. here. Y'all got got me on on this this clown on this network. But I got got this this nigga. nigga So she just, and it was other shots where she was just saying she just gets so emotional because she feels she's scared for Krishan. And to be honest, so am I, but she makes a point. If this is the only love that you know, you know, this is the familiar love that you know, then... Then you embrace it and you think that this is what you're supposed to, you know, what what you're supposed to have, you know, and I just want to give a little background of her, um, of her life, which I actually wrote about it. This is on my site, beyondkind.com. I had did the research so I'm like I might as well read what I wrote and it's pretty short it's basically talking about both of their backgrounds and the stuff that has happened to them to date when I wrote this and I think I wrote this back in September so anyway let's just talk about Krishan and to why I understand why she thinks that this is normal so I said this is uh who is Krishan Rock I didn't know who she was beyond this tooth when she had tattooed the tooth on there. So I said, according to Krishan's Shade Room interview, which you should check out, she grew up in Baltimore, Maryland, and was the 11th sibling out of 12. She mentioned being homeless from the age of 9 to 18 while managing to become a track star during high school. Although she was a fast runner, she always dreamed of becoming an actress in the limelight. However, her home life was volatile as she grew up in a home that involved her father abusing her mother. This is her norm. This is her norm. For people that don't understand it, this is her norm. She mentioned when she witnessed her dad choking her mom when she was eight. Unfortunately, Krishan was exposed to her mom getting used by other men, which led to her mom's drug addiction. At 18, Krishan moved out of Baltimore to California to pursue her athletic career. She indicated her move was a faith launch, and she depended on God to make a way. Krishan has a strong spiritual side and had, com- and had commented on Jesus being her best friend and paving the way for her. Before approaching her newfound fame, she won $10,000 from an ultimate tag game. So after- this is what landed her in California when she won that ultimate tag game. So, shortly after moving to California, she became a contestant on the Blueface Bad Girls Club, which is why, how they met. While on the ca- in the cast of the show, she lost her tooth when getting into a physical altercation with Blueface's baby mama, Jaden Alexis. Um, no, Jaden did not knock out her tooth, but Krishan hit her mouth on the surface and the tooth came out. So, she was also the first um, artist that was signed to Blueface. So, this is a person who at a young age experienced domestic violence between her parents, was homeless. She she said that she would go to uh, like to um her teammates and coaches' houses to eat anything to not have to be in the environment with her mom. Her mom was a, was addicted and probably we don't know what happened with that as far as the men that she dated. And this is not making an excuse but this is sometimes we need context to understand like the behavior pattern of people. She's tattooed like this blue face, like like just said, is the only love that she's used to. And to her, the only love that she know they trauma bond because he had his own situation here Um, just to give a little context of him. Um, he was born and lived in early childhood in Los Angeles. His parents split, forced him to live in between homes for most of his childhood. His mother was an aspiring actress and would take Blueface with her to auditions. Um, he actually landed a role in a McDonald's commercial and admitted he didn't like acting. He attended numerous schools, so he was moving here, there, 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 in an unstable home. Um, but he eventually landed in Oakland and became a star quarterback in high school. So they're both competitive because they're both athletes. So because he constantly moved around, he did not have a solid set of friends. He claimed to be antisocial and was not interested in building friendships. So he's closed closed out for people. And I understand why you can be that way because I went to a lot of schools and I moved around a lot growing up. And so after a while, I didn't see the point of even establishing friendships and relationships because they were going to be temporary because I wasn't going to stay at said place. So when you grow up like that, you don't really look for genuine connections because it's going to be temporary. I didn't learn till I got older the importance of genuine connections. But just I'm I'm not going to get myself emotionally attached to a person when I know that it's only temporary so I can understand this part of this. So Blueface was a phenomenal football player and attempted for a football scholarship by submitting tapes of his games. After graduating high school, he earned a scholarship, but later left college after his football career went left. He returned to California in hopes of continuing playing football, but later ended up as a barber, selling drugs and getting affiliated with the schoolyard crips. He later, his brother was a part of that, so Um, That probably is um, how he got affiliated. He later started an Instagram page entitled The Fade Room with a myriad of eye-catching content. In 2017, he and his on-and-off-again girlfriend from high school, who was Jane Alexis, had a child. He later decided to take a chance on a rapping career after sitting in the studio with his friend, TC. He put himself out there, out in the limelight, to create a name for himself and caught his big break when releasing his song, "Deadlocks." To get his name buzzing, he went on Instagram inquiring high schoolers to vote on which school he could perform, and um, I think Famous Crypt was his biggest hit to date. No, his biggest hit to date was Tatiana, and the rest is history. So anyway, um, these are two people that trauma bond. At the end of the day, these are two people that trauma bonded, Um, and they're still trauma bonding, and this is why they think that this is okay. And it doesn't matter what anybody say. It doesn't matter what, you know, how anyone try to convince them that they're toxic for each other. They, they're not going to separate until they actually see how toxic it is for themselves. Um, I just pray that they don't severely hurt each other, you know, because they're, they're both fighting. And she hits, she hits hard like a man. And she's in survival mode. And so is he. And that's dangerous. And they're, they're, they're wrapping it up as love. And that's dangerous. So I'm not just scared for her. I'm scared for him, too, because they're abusing each other. And um, I don't know, it's, 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 it's sad to see. But what really irks me are these people that are older, that's monopolizing off of this and monetizing this toxic relationship, because all you're doing is it, it's for it's for viewing purposes and it's entertaining us but these two are actually living this you know what I'm saying um so I, I can understand you know just hilarious sentiments when she says like this is ridiculous and I blame the older adults because they're in their 20s for allowing this to keep going forward so um as I always do um I just want to say like if you are in a situation of domestic violence and you don't know where to turn um, you can call 1-800-799-7233 um, for resources and for help and I'll put that out on the screen right now um 800-799-7233 because you you deserve a fulfilled life and love is not is not battering and beating you across the face and there and abuse comes in different ways verbal financial it's not just physical emotional emotionally abused abuse comes in different forms you can also um text start to eight eight seven eight eight I think I prematurely um got off of this um let me go back to it yeah you can text start at eight eight seven eight eight. Um, and this is from the national, Dom- this is the national domestic violence hotline. So on that note, <laughs> um, that is the end of the show for the week. Um, as I said earlier, um, I probably will come on on Monday, next week, Monday and Tuesday. Um, due to some personal things going on, I will not go live after the 25th for a couple of weeks, um, and but I will surely be back uh November 21st. Um, I plan on coming back November 21st. So I will miss you guys, but I will try to pump out as much content as I can um while I can um for you guys just to just to stay in the loop. Um you can always reach out to me if you have some topics that you want me to speak on because I love researching and I love learning and talking about new topics. Thing. So I wish you a great, a great and wonderful weekend and thank you once again for spending your time with me and it is so appreciated, so appreciated. And until next week, don't forget to be kind to yourself and to each other. Bye.